Hey everyone, and welcome to the In Creative Company Q&A. My name is Scott Mance. The name of the show is Players. It is streaming now on Paramount Plus. And whatever you are doing when you are done watching this conversation, make sure you head right over to Paramount Plus and stream this extremely bingeable show, Players. Joining me right now for what is sure to be an exciting conversation is Misha Brooks, who plays Cream Cheese on players and misha i I, the show is awesome the energy of it it, it's a it's a it's a mockumentary which is rare when a mockumentary is done in in such a great way but i just gotta ask like uh uh, what's your take on on just the the tone of this show like how do you describe the tone of the show to people i i love the tone of the show i think people are often surprised by it i think when you hear mockumentary they think you know, Christopher Guest, The Office. I feel like there's a big model of mockumentaries on TV, but the show feels different to me. It feels almost, I almost describe it as a documentary. It feels, it kind of like starts to, the structure starts to fall away and you really start to feel like you're following this real team. And I think, you know, a a lot of the actors are just young kids who are, who are early in their careers and has a very playful energy because of that. And we also have some people from the real world of esports, and that lends a kind of a tone of uh, authenticity and credibility. And I think all those things kind of come together to create something that's really, really fun to watch. You know, there is definitely more doc than mock in players yes. because you know, if you know, my whole professional career, I've been going to all sorts of gaming conventions and like the comic cons of the world all over the place. So I know that world very, very well. And uh, this, this does get a lot right on point, but just to back up a second, uh, this is your very first like full TV series. Yeah. Uh, how did this come about for you? I mean, it started like, uh, any other audition it was a self-tape that I sent in and I remember doing it there there was one scene written that was this monologue cream cheese gives about his parents kicking him out of the house and immediately I felt from the script that something was a little different from other mockumentaries um just that it felt it felt like the, it, it was asking for a lot of you know investment in the acting world it wasn't uh, it wasn't very winky it was like winking at the audience. It wasn't very like, um, it, it was, it was serious in a way, even though it was very, very funny. And then, yeah, I was lucky enough to be called back, did a call back with Tony and Dan and some of the producers, a lot of improv in the auditions. And then yeah, I, they offered me the part and I was very, very happy. <laughs> you know, I was, I was wondering about the improv because you know, with a lot of these mockumentaries going back to this is Spinal Tap, which is like the Citizen Kane of mockumentaries. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there is a lot of improv in there. So I was wondering how much of that that did you put into this and how much of that was encouraged by Dan and Tony, the creators and, and executive producers? Oh, yeah, there were I mean, there was tons of improv. It was a lot of improv. And I think Dan really likes I mean, Dan and Tony uh, really like a. Uh, a looser energy on set that allows them to treat it as a documentary where, you know, they're finding these moments. We can let the camera run for minutes at a time and just find these very quick seconds where I, whether it's like, like I only really likes it when people, <laughs> I feel like he really likes it when people uh, start to say their lines wrong or misspeak, you know, cause it has a kind of truer to life nature. And I think that comes through improv, but 
that's not to say, I mean, we had a very strong script. Um, we just didn't follow the dialogue that closely, I will say. But the script's amazing and very, very funny. Well, that, that's an amazing thing, you know, to be able to, to get the trust from your executive producers to be like, okay, yeah, hey, the script, yeah, you know, go, go, keep going. It's good. You know, that's that's got to give you a lot of confidence, uh, especially, you know, this entire cast is really amazing as well. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was incredible. I mean, like you said, that kind of um, tr- the trust is, feels really good, especially as a kind of newcomer to the business. Uh, <laughs> everyone on set, some of the people who had had more experience are like, dude, this is not how they make TV shows normally. Like, just so you know, like, this is not the way we normally do it because it felt collaborative almost. There was no, like, you have to hit your mark. You have to go back to one. You know, it was like, it had a very free flowing form. We had a- amazing camera people who were so good at um, kind of improving with you in the scene, following you, letting the blocking be kind of free. And so you get those moments where, maybe the camera's a little behind the actor and you get that feeling of realism from that. And just the other actors are incredible. And they're so, I mean, Eli Henry and Holly Cho and Deshaun Jones, obviously, and um, Matt Shively. I mean, everyone, I, I could name them all, but they're all like just so fun to watch act. Sometimes I wouldn't even be acting with them and I would just be watching them. Um, but the, the, it's a real, I feel very lucky to be part of this cast. Yeah. You know, when, you, when it comes to your, your connection to play a character like Cream Cheese, what was your point of connection? You know, what was your entry point? You know, how did you, how did you get this guy? Cream Cheese is a tough character. You know, he's a little bit, um, he has a lot of, he's very wounded. And I think that was my entry point. It's not so much, I really tried to steer away from making him uh, just mean, you know, I didn't want a, a mean person. I wanted someone who, who was fighting to be taken seriously. And I, I feel like everyone can relate to that in some ways and just finding the parts of myself that are just, uh, you know, when there's a bunch of cameras in front of you and like you're surrounded by people who are, wanting you to do a good job on set. I think insecurity is a easy feeling to tap into. <laughs> you know? So I feel like that's kind of <laughs> where I came from on that. Cause I think he really is insecure and he's just looking to make himself um, accepted or, 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 or taken seriously as, as a person. And I think it can, and it may come off a little harsh, but I really try to approach it from a, a from a place of sympathy and love. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, there's a, there's a lot of empathy between the characters. I mean, they may like throw a fit or act like spoiled brats or very, act very entitled, but, you know, especially in Kyle Baxton's character, you know, there's, there's a lot of empathy to go around, which I think is oh, essential yeah. to making people want to keep watching the show. <laughs> Completely. I mean, Eli is so good. He's so grounded and he's really like the heart of the show, as you say, yeah. it's, and it also gives you a reason to think like if this guy loves cream cheese, then maybe there's a reason to love cream cheese, you know? And I, I think he acts as a really good foil and uh, as an amazing character in his own right. And he's got this wonderful family life that you can see. And um, yeah, he he's really holds down the show in a really nice way. Well, it, the, the advice that you were given when you first got the show that this is not the way TV shows usually are, uh, that was accurate. And, you know, between that, 
like sort of unique take because, you know, mockumentaries to be done, A, and to be done the right way and to be done in such a unique way, you know, that's that's rare right there. But then you have the whole world of e-gaming and competitive gaming like that. Yes. So, so how much prep and rehearsal did you really have to do to really, you know, not just get cream cheese, but just get the show itself? A lot. I mean, uh-huh. a lot. I, I didn't know anything really about League of Legends or esports before getting the show. And I, it was clear to me as soon as I got it, even when I got the callback, I was like, like, I just have to start learning. I have to start learning so much. I watched a lot of games. I watched a lot of streamers. I started playing League of Legends. I played it every day while we shot every day since I got the part. Uh, I remember Tony calling me and saying, like, you have to start learning. He's like, you'll never be that good. A lot of these kids have been playing since they were 11, you know, 12 years old. They've been playing for a long time. And I just didn't have the advantage of that. But I, I just like tried to be like a sponge and just soak up as much as I possibly could. And, and of course, there's only so much you can do. And we had like these incredible consultants on set, uh, Jat and Keen, and they're just like, they would, especially when you're improvising, you're improvising about a whole world that is pretty new to you. And I, I felt very lucky to be like allowed to represent it in this way. Um, and I would just spew out things that were completely wrong and Chad and Keen would interrupt and, you know, give me the right thing to say, but it was just, yeah, I can, I can connect to the drive of these people. And I think that's something that Tony and Dan get across in the show is just like any other sport. Like what makes it a human story is like this real drive, this desire to be the best at what you do to get the recognition of a championship. Um, And I feel like, once you tap into that, it, it kind of leads you down the right path, but certainly a lot of, a lot of watching. Uh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, well, when you're watching a show or a film about a character with a skill, whether they're a doctor or a, 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 a police officer or, you know, a Jedi Knight, you know, they have <laughs> to, you know, you have to watch them and like believe that they are really good at what they do. And, right. you know, watching the show, watching cream cheese, I'm like, wow, this guy's really good. But how good did you get? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I, I got OK. I got okay. Okay. <laughs> I had, like, very good training. Fletcher, who worked in the writer's room um, early on, who plays league early on, started coaching me. And then on set, we had Arrow and Youngbin, two pros who were, and Miko, who's a coach, a professional coach who were there and I would play with them. And then I just felt amazing. Cause it was like being on a pickup team with LeBron, you know, and I was just, all I had to do was pass the ball and I was flying. Um, but I remember at one point arrow said to me that my playing was not bad, which I heard is a, as high a compliment as I was. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll bet. <laughs> that was, um, that was really nice of him to, to say. Yeah, but I'm pretty bad. I'm pretty bad. Overall. <laughs> I mean, like, also the, the kind of games I was playing are like ancient compared yeah. to play. But, you know, when you're, when you're doing a, a series and you're able to develop a character beyond just one episode, which you're doing here, you know, what was that like for you to, to have an arc for cream cheese over the course of a season versus just, you know, one episode? I felt 
so lucky. I mean, that is kind of uh, actor's dream. Yeah. Uh, that was something I was expecting maybe 10 years down the line, hoping for, you know, eventually in my career to get to do something like that. But to be given the trust and the role to build this arc was uh, so, so gratifying. I, I can't really express my gratitude enough. And I found cream cheese arc to be really compelling for me. I mean, it's so much the story of someone who is, uh, wears his heart on his sleeve is very vulnerable and is, is so scared of his own vulnerability. And he has all these amazing contradictions within that. Like he is, plays a support role in the game but is very much a brash leader and those things kind of um tug at each other and he's also he's also so cold and harsh seeming but his real weakness is that he he falls in love with his teammates over and over and over again and, mm. and is loyal to a fault and i think there's like so much rich complexity in that that it was all I had to do was kind of f follow the story they wrote. And I felt like I, I had an opportunity to maybe succeed. And I hope it comes across on, on screen that way. But I really did uh, love this character. And I, I really hope I get to play him again. Uh, uh, absolutely, he does. And the reason I'm saying that is because, you know, the first couple episodes that I watched, I felt like Cream Cheese is, you know, he's acting very entitled, little spoiled, yeah. and, and extremely competitive. But... Then I realized that the, com the competitive nature of his personality is masking uh, an insecurity and a vulnerability that made me empathize with him. So uh, I, I've, I feel like you got it right on, you know. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm really glad that came through. I think the other thing that like was nice for me was these two time periods, getting to play cream cheese in 2015 and getting to play him in 2021 and in 2015, uh, exploring a character who has a little bit less of a, a chip on his shoulder. You know, he hasn't quite hit the walls that he will hit. And so I could hopefully communicate a little bit of a kinder person, a person who has a little bit more of an optimistic cheer to him that's been worn away over time. Um, so I think that was helpful as well in communicating his arc, his journey. So, so you know, here you are, you're doing a series that is a mockumentary, uh, but but a very different mockumentary. And I watched a lot of films, especially movies that are mockumentaries. And yeah. you're doing this for your first like official series, uh, you know, like you know, full season, not just one episode. And you're doing this, you're making a complex show like this during a pandemic. So the question is, what how did following all those protocols and, and being like careful with whatever also bond you with the producers and bond you with the cast members? Hmm. That's a really good question. I think there's certainly a general sense of the tenuousness of the situation that everyone feels that I think we knew from the experiences of the last couple of years that things that you think are guaranteed can be taken away very quickly. Mm. And so I was certainly always cognizant of that. And I think everyone else was and that the work we were doing was not guaranteed 
you know, and at any moment, one of us tests positive or something like that. We're testing every day and, and then the whole production gets shut down and we're working in, in such tight time margins as it is. And we have to film all this um, footage to fill up, like, you know, to fill it up like it's a documentary to have all this footage from the past. We're just constantly shooting stuff, little iPhone videos, things like that. And so every moment felt of the essence. There wasn't a lot of downtime. And I think when everyone's working together with a, a singular purpose and uh, know, knowing that everything could be taken away at any moment, that's bonding. I think that really brings people together and feels like taking the work seriously and feels like, feels like getting it done. And I just like also the recognition of um, it's such a hard moment for so many people and just everyone losing their jobs. And I, I had just been working at a restaurant weeks before I got the role and I had been, you know, feeling frustrated about maybe being exposed in a way that I wasn't comfortable with or just uh, feeling forced into a position that I uh, didn't necessarily want and then being able to kind of felt like I was plucked out of it which I know is just like such a, a rare thing that doesn't happen to anybody and I the luck is insane to me. And so I definitely was aware that I could have I, just like being at a restaurant one day and then being in Los Angeles, shooting the show the next day was, um, was mind blowing. Really. It was, I felt so, so lucky. That's so great. Oh, that is, that is really, really amazing. What were some of the things that you, you experienced during the making of this first season of players that you will take with you to each and every job, every, each and every film, each and every series that you will do from this point? Like what were the crucial crucial uh, sort of lessons, the crucial things you learned during this masterclass of making a show that you're like, oh my gosh, this is essential. I got to do this from now on. Yeah. Um, well, one of the things... I think preparation can never be overstated shooting the show out of order and in different time periods. Uh, I think it's really important to know the entire show very well, the entire script, all 10 episodes. I'm, I'm never gonna not be well prepared in that, in that sense. I think I could, could have stood to even know more than I did on players just to know exactly where and when you are always when you're shooting, I think I will sure. definitely take that for, yeah. uh, how, how, how proud are your parents? <laughs> immeasurably, immeasurably proud. I'm, I can't imagine what it's like being in my, uh, mom's close friend circles. I'm sure it's a topic of conversation she brings up often. And of course the show coming out weekly, it's, it's not going to end for a while. So yeah, they're, they're so they're so proud. It's really sweet. I really, I really appreciate having supportive parents like that. What, what, when you, when you're, when you're talking about players, when people watch players, like what's, what's the one thing or a couple of things that you hope people take away from the experience of watching players? My favorite things about the, about players that I want people to experience is like the, 
the jokes that the characters tell are funny, but I think there's very funny visual jokes just in reference to the documentary form and the sports documentary form. And I think those are some of the most interesting things about the show is the way Tony and Dan uh, draw attention to and poke fun at and, and subvert the the form of the sports documentary. So that's one of the big things I love about players. And I think that's one of the best things about mockumentaries in general. Um, and the other thing is just the story of esports being the story of sports and understanding that whatever kind of whatever you consider a, a niche realm of activity has such deep passion inside of it that uh, has the same the same commitment the same the same group of people who are equally committed as as kind of any other world sports realm I think those are two big things that I would take away well Misha Brooks thank you so very much for this awesome conversation and big congrats to you and big congrats to all the producers and the cast members of players yes they're all amazing and I I have endless gratitude as I hope I've expressed Um, and thank you so much for for these questions they're great And once again, Players is streaming now on Paramount+. Plus. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for this in-creative company Q&A. And see you next time.